0: Log Talk Radio. Well, hello everybody and welcome to Book Journeys Radio. My name is Dr. Angela Gloria. I am your host. I am also the founder of the Author Incubator and creator of the difference process for writing a book that matters. And I know that I talk a lot on this show about my own weight loss journey. I've lost 100 pounds five times, yay, because once isn't enough for me. I'm an overachiever. Um, <laughs> and apparently, I have the perfect guest for today's show. Michelle, <clears throat> excuse me, Michelle the Trainer is the author of The Quick Start to Losing 100 Pounds, also the author of Make a Sexy Ballad. And the success journal, a hundred ways to lose a hundred pounds. Michelle, I have only found five of the hundred ways, um, but it is so great to have you on the show. Thanks for being here.
1: Yeah, I really, really wanted to thank you. You are my first. This is my my very first um, internet book oh, interview. Awesome. So, yeah, well, yeah I you, would you love never to forget hear more. Your first. <laughs> i would love to hear more about your 100 pound um weight loss but you know it's funny as i started really documenting the tens of thousands of dollars and knowledge and of course you know there's a lot of that knowledge that needs to be disqualified on a weight loss journey as well um there really is easily a hundred ways and they're they're not all mainstream a hundred ways some things are very simple too and i in the in this book series, I really tried to bring things back to a very simple, you know, simple as in sophisticated, a very basic, basic um, building block, so that people are sort of, you know, sneakily losing weight. Well, you actually started this
0: series, uh, I think, a couple of years ago now, with the Quick Start Guide. And why don't you tell me the idea for the Quick Start Guide to losing a hundred pounds? Um, okay, this, that book? This quick.
1: Yeah, the quick start, you know, I had, um, through my weight loss journey, I was a fat kid. I was really medicated, and I, I can remember being at the hospital as a kid being dragged into the weight loss meetings with the hard-boiled egg and the fresca and the tab, and, you know, just looking at your parents like, really? Are you really, Are we really doing this? And, and you know, it was like deprivation and cottage cheese and all this stuff. And, you know, when, and cheese, um, yes, I, that, the
0: ultimate weight loss food of the
1: 80s. Right, right, and those diet sodas. When diet soda had that aftertaste. Fresca. So, um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all. I, I mean, you know, I'm probably older than you, but anyway, I was there, man. And, um, you know, then I became a raw vegan chef, and I was really into it because I really liked the like, really natural, high enzyme. But it was like really complicated, you know. Like, I mean, I am not that. I don't. I would love to be that person to, you know, shop and prep and chop and soak and and. You know, do all these things blend and and but I'm not. I'm 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 like the quickie. I I'm I'm a type A person and I my clients don't have a lot of time and I don't have a lot of time. So really, um, the quick start was really that. It was a quick way to so that people don't think that they have to be condemned to a life of those, you know, those shitty tasting carrots that taste like you're eating a thing of moldy water. You know, the pre-peeled carrots or you know, doomed to a life of celery only. Um, so I really wanted to, you know, kind of take a fusion of, you know, some of the delicious foods that I had learned um, in the organic farming world to make things really easy with a lot of, you know, zero-calorie um, organic plant foods, but really easy. Like my recipes, you could make them, you know, I could make them in the passenger seat of a car at a picnic table, you know, one knife, one plate, and we're sort of done. So there really is um, a way to make fast food, you know, fast, healthy food, simple, delicious, juicy, amazing, where, you know, you don't have to do like this total like holiday food prep, you know, 17 days in the kitchen before the family arrives type sure. of preparation. Because so I, I'm, you know, so you're very accomplished. It? I'm sure you don't have that kind of time either.
0: Uh, yeah, that's for sure.
1: So how did you come to, uh,
0: obviously, you had a, a experience as a chef and experience as a trainer and then your own experience with, you know, weight loss and fitness. How did you come to turn
1: it into a book? Why did you decide to write that first book? You know, it was sort of like an accident. Like, I don't know, the planets aligned. And, you know, kind of at the wrong time, right? I I sort of birthed these books right at the time when, you know, e-book hit you know the whole bookstore thing and this whole thing, and um yeah the quick, the the hundred ways to lose a hundred pound series just came out of you know i I had already had clients that i mean it's amazing when you listen, which i I do more than you think because now I'm talking, right, but you know I listen to a lot of people, and you know, like beans, you know, how do you make beans, and they would tell me, or oh, I drive through. <laughs> you know and and i was like really nobody ever taught you how to make beans so there we have the fast food generation and the restaurant lifestyle has really left us with a deficiency of really being able to prepare food on a very basic level that i think is really never going to get rid of the obesity epidemic which i take very personally and any of us that have struggled with weight um you know it's a drag it's 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 a drag to to feel like you have this burden of something that can't be solved. And I was actually kind of protective about giving out the recipes, you know, like my little hmm. close friends had them. And, you know, like if you went to retail weight loss, you know, sometimes they would give you a list of, you know, these are your, your free foods. You can have all of these you want. And it was like, and then you're back to the list of carrots, celery. And it was like, really? So, you know, the benefit of having traveled a bit in the a book? Why did
0: you decide to get this message out through a book? I
1: think I was a silverfish in my past life. I think I just love books. You know, I love books, and, and I really wanted this to be, this series of book books. So these books are kind of printed in sort of a non-economical, bulletproof fashion. You know, the joke with the man is that I printed them on Kevlar because I really wanted a book, a book to be on the kitchen counter that was sort of like kitchen-proof and child-proof and blender-proof. You know that could be wiped off that people could really use. I didn't want to be a book on the shelf because I have a lot of those. You know, and um, and I, I at the time, I wasn't really seeing that many people with tablets in the kitchen, so that's why it became a, a printed book. I would totally entertain doing an e-book in the future, but these books I still want to keep them as as book books, if that makes sense. Because I think I still love paging through a color. Cookbook and it wasn't. I also wasn't like a domestic looking to write a cookbook. I was sort of somebody who struggled with weight and then being in the gym, you know, the paleo thing in this like 1940s high protein, which we all know, right, is like heart attack central. We all know Heart Smart from a million years ago. It's been on every menu to eat Heart Smart. Yeah, yet yeah, paleo sort of promoted this really heavy um, meat thing, which is which. You know, a paleo person can still use my books for the plant portion, so I didn't want to dictate the plant part, but I really wanted to get away from when you're in the gym a lot, a lot of the gym people think it's protein, 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 million eggs, and and protein powders, which can also be detrimental to some of your um, primary organs of your body. So, okay, great. Well, let's talk about how
0: your book relates to your business and why having a book has been – has been important or helpful or how it's played into uh, your work in the world?
1: I really like the Getting Started book. When I do, when I, you know, my my initial client, that was also what I wanted to offer. You know, you meet with me, you come and meet with me, we're going to review Getting Started. And my program is not something where I'm telling people what to eat. I don't, that's not my thing. But people want to know, you know what, what? are my snacks? What can I do between you know the time I see you and the next time I see you? And so it really gave me something very beautiful and and simple. And you know, um, it's I have an, all my books are the the book books are colored, you know so they're they have beautiful color photos on front and back of the page, and you know I even put a little box um, so you, there's a little you know cut the cucumber this big with a little so people could delegate you know to their spouse or their, you know, mother-in-law, can you please make me a salad that looks like that and I want the pieces cut, you know, that big. So I think it's been a great expository way and also to um, qualify most people that have tried the book and have read the book and have made the recipes really can't believe how easy it is to upgrade their life with more hydrating, delicious food that, is, you know, really not expensive to prepare. So, you know, right. credibility and expertise, I think, has totally been um, validated by having, you know, something that you can show. Look, if this is really what I eat. If I'm a couple pounds up, this is really what I eat, and I'm sharing it with you. And if you, if you don't like tomatoes, then here, let's talk about it, and I'll give you something. I'll give you another suggestion or you suggest to me, and then we can talk about it. But it gives them a map and a guideline, and I think it's very valuable for that.
0: So you had um, the content from your you know from your business and you kind of had the idea from your client. Let's talk about the process of actually publishing and putting the book together. How did you publish your book and what was that process like for you?
1: Oh it was um, it wasn't easy you know I, I you know I had um, I was a project manager engineer by first career. I mean I still am, right? That doesn't go away. I can I can <laughs> bathe and shower. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, you know, being a project manager was probably the only way that I that I got it done. I mean, there is a back burner team behind the show, the trainers. So I had a graphics designer, I had an editor um, I did not realize how difficult it was to list. You know, listing a book on Amazon is kind of like refinancing your house. It's not mm-hmm. a fun thing without help. And I'm really happy to see that there is now. Um, you know, like your business is an excellent example of helping people that have a passion and they have a story to be able to to realize that dream of. You know, what if your you know if your parents wanted to write a book and they never got to, or people have that they want to tell their story and. But self-publishing is not that easy either. So, yeah. I, you know, again, it it, it was, um, you know, I would have to have all hands, meetings, you know, sometimes rent, meeting space, because, you know, after a while, looking at your own words, I can't see it. Mm-hmm. I could proof your stuff, but maybe I can't see it. So to have it so behind were, you or... or um, I was going to say,
0: what were some of the roles that you hired out? What were some of the jobs you had done in the process?
1: Um, definitely an editor. You know, I had, uh, you know, several different people that looked over different uh revisions of the book the graphic layout. Um I, you know, the quick start book started in Word um what's that little app? WordPad.
0: <laughs> you know, oh, it was God. a little
1: art, uh, you know. Yeah, it was a little um nothing nothing and you know, I used to I, you know, people would ask me, "Well, what do you eat?" and I would just send them cuz I'm an engineer, you know, .txt. That was it, you know. Yeah quick and dirty. And, you know, and that was sort of how I wrote the book. So I didn't really give why, you know, the benefits of cilantro or, you know, I, when I read a book, I kind of wanted to know, it's like, just tell me what you ate. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Tell me what you ate to lose weight so I could be done and do this. And, you know, that's sort of how I presented the book. So I needed, um, with the graphics and, you know, laying, of course, laying things out with a margin, you know, uh, in order, you know, because laying things out on your computer is obviously different than laying things out for print. You know, the ISBN number, that whole getting it, what do I do with well, it, that, the that was the whole. Finding, let's go back to design. Um,
0: so a lot of times the content that you write can influence the design. So if you're writing recipes, you're probably going to need I'm going to say a design that includes pictures of the recipes in a way that like let's say a memoir probably isn't that maybe that would have a picture section in the middle, but it's not going to necessarily have pictures next to recipes. So how did you go about finding a designer to work on your book? And what were some of you know, the things that were important to you as an author
1: to have come through in the design? Well, maybe I was even an opportunist when it came to that because I already had relationships with people. And I sort of picked the people, um, I, I'm very good at, at identifying strengths among people. And maybe that comes from managing more problems than I've managed people, because generally people managers don't seem to have those skills, but that's a separate issue. <laughs> but I'm very good at, you know, at, at identifying, wow, you'd be really good at this, or I could, you know, I can kind of feel that you'd be good at this. And that was sort of the opportunity to, I knew I had the right person and um, for graphics. I had seen the work that they had done before and I knew what I wanted in a, an illustrated food, again, more of an expository. I come from technical, so I do want to see, you know, tell me what to do and show me what it's supposed to look like, you know, Mm -hmm. like a how to, very basic like that. And that's, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. And I I actually think that on some level the books are very basic and people gloss over the value because they look at them as with a full cup. They think, oh, mm-hmm. you know, they open it and go, oh, yeah, I know, I know that. And it's like, well, do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, have you made it? <laughs> you know, or can you eat it once a week so and how see how a difference? Important, you know?
0: How important was the design to you as an author,
1: having the design a certain way? How important was that to you? To me, I thought it was completely valuable because I can write words all day long, but the, um, you know, even for an example like cooking, right? I I can cook all day long, but I am not that person to make it look pretty on the plate. I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. So I I know that right. I'm not that person, and so that is something that I would delegate before I would try to pretend like I'm that person. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's great advice. And then
0: in terms of some of the more... Technical aspects of publishing, like getting barcodes or ISBNs or getting listed on Amazon, how did you go about that process?
1: Brute force. <laughs> I mean, it really took a while. It took a lot of reading online. It was not intuitive. Again, I've seen, um, you know, I think the first book came out in 2010, 2011, and, you know, just in a couple of years, I mean, there's much more resources now than were available then, um, you know, even I mean, create space didn't exist yet, and um, right, yeah. You know, I I had to really look. I had to you know you to try to to list it on Amazon and then figure out that I need an ISBN and then figure. It was really a time intensive. I mean, if that that's another thing, if that can be delegated, I absolutely recommend that because. You know, you have to own. If you're if you're the creative or you're the talent, you can't be everything and get stuff done. It's part of running. You know, doing a project and, and having a team, and you want a team that you can communicate with, and trust and hand off to. Um, you know, because it, it it you're able to to produce more. Yeah.
0: No, I think that's obviously, you know, I have a publishing company and that's our philosophy. But the other thing I tell people is that self-publishing is not rocket science. If you can run your business, you can figure out how to self-publish. There are reasons not to do it, such as it's going to suck up a lot of your bandwidth and would you be better served? A lot of time. You know, working with clients or working with your expertise. But I think these are really good um, stories about the fact that you know it is possible it is figure outable there are lots of resources out there to help you identify um, you know how how to do this but it shouldn't be underestimated the amount of work and and support frankly that you need to make it happen so i think those and are, again, those it's and again
1: it's time things. you know we only we only have so much Time and it's so it's you know it's like working out or losing weight right we can all start on our own right but some of these things are easier for some people you know maybe working out is is ultra marathon guy's gift you know but maybe mm-hmm. his wife it, you know maybe she's got different gifts and maybe she needs help to accomplish what he's accomplished you know but maybe she could self publish and have it not be a problem and maybe he would spend all day staring at the screen. Sure. <laughs> You know, so I
0: think that your project management skills clearly helped you get through. I unfortunately see a lot of people that finish their books and don't actually get them published because they don't, most people don't have good project management skills. That's a, you know, that's a hard one skill. You have to really learn how to break down a project into pieces and assign it and follow up and, Count on uh, you know interdependencies and things like that. So um, I think there's a lot of people that just give up because the process can be
1: intimidating. It was Obviously tough. Not I mean, I have an engineering background, but well, it was it was tough and it was terrifying. And there was you know, sexy salads was the last um, book to come out in 2013, and there was an issue with the the printing. Um, actually, the the graphics company sold. And they sold the printing um, relationship with that. So I ended up with a brand oh. new, and it was it was – I'd almost start all over again. I'd do the all-hands meeting again. Can everybody look at this? That's not me. Do you know what I mean? To make sure that everything was okay again and okay again. And then I had to go – you know, I'd already done so much work with the original printing shop. So to, to change um, mid-series, so to speak, was um, – yeah, I felt so good when I picked up that box. Of, you know what I mean? When I picked up that last run, I was like, you know, I was... I yeah. Because I, I also wanted them to look very similar. And I'm very pleased uh-huh. that they actually look so similar that um, in the office, I can't tell sometimes which book is which part of which series. So it worked, you know? But um, Yeah. Yeah. yeah so... Know.
0: So let's talk about from when you had – did you have an idea for the whole series or did you just have an idea for the first book and then it kind of naturally evolved into a series?
1: I think the series idea came first. And, again, I wasn't really a a woman with a dream to write a cookbook. I just felt like – I guess if I had an anatomical illustrator, the the depth of physical fitness books I would like to write, I have not – Identified or would be they would be so biomechanical it would really be a different type of project and not necessarily helpful for my client base. It would be more more technical and more uh, you know physical therapy ish. So mm-hmm. you know, because people say, well, you're a trainer, why don't you write about fitness? And I'm like, well, why don't you get up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's just do it is not bad. So I didn't want to write about fitness. I felt like fitness was something we should just do. But, again, when you're in and out of a lot of um, corporate retail and different fitness and wellness um, facilities, I mean, I, even, I work at UCLA, you know. So you, the missing link is oftentimes the nutritional link at this time, and it's starting to come in. So what I wanted to do was provide something that was um, – that was not available or not easily available, or, you know, again, people would go back to some of these, um, there's so many, you know, retail diets without naming names that that just don't, they don't work, right? Everybody's gained and lost that same 5, 10 pounds a million times. And, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I wanted to give people something that they could really, you know, kind of make their own. So did I answer your question? Yeah, so uh, the question was really about the
0: series, and so, so the idea of a series came first. How has the process and how has being an author been different maybe than you expected when you set out on this journey that you've been on?
1: Well, of course, marketing the books um, was much more difficult. And, you know, I think that there's actually, um, you know, in the world – I think there's, um, people don't really understand, you know, they think that just putting the book on Amazon automatically, um, you know, you're going to become a bestseller. And we we that have done this already know that that's not true. So for me, um, I, I never really wanted that. That was really not my goal. I wasn't really um, writing with that goal in mind. I was writing for a specific audience and it seems to do very well so there was other books in the series that I am probably going to abandon like I wanted to do Mediterranean and I in my in my engineering mind I had sort of compartmentalized um, different recipes and flavors and herbs and genres that I wanted to bring in 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 a way that they could be again easy and attainable and not heavy and not requiring a team of people in your kitchen just to make lunch, you know, because nobody really has that. I, I mean, in Los Angeles, we don't have that kind of time if you're working. I mean, people are driving through for coffee and all kinds of things because was they do
0: Was there a reaction
1: that you were expecting
0: to get from being an author, whether it was media appearances or being treated by your clients a different way or some level of credibility? Was there something you were expecting from being an author, and has that happened for you?
1: It has happened for me, but I was not expecting much. I think I'm the kind of personality that I just needed to – I've always written imperfectly, you know. I've, I've always – I'm fortunate that, you know, the um, – the, length of my essay just so happens to be about the blog post length, and So I've always written for an audience that I've had, you know, not a giant audience, and I'm not big into trophies or titles or common. However, um, being an author is very, and, and I think part of it is, you know, if it was easy, everybody would do it, because there are parts of it that are not easy. I mean, again, getting the actual, getting to the point where you've actually released the product And finished, and you're actually selling it, and it's actually in your hand or in a file, or um, you know, able to create revenue or credibility or create opportunities. You know, it's created. um, People love. You know, they mob me when I'm speaking to come up. You know, because Hmm. they they want they want a piece of that experience. You know, they want. It's like the guitar pick that you know is thrown out right in the. You know, people want to. Kind of have a souvenir of that energy and and take that home in the book. And again, I'm very proud of the color and the because that's who I am. I'm a colorful. I'm. I'm and I really eat that food. You know, I I get tired of California. You know, you can easily pay twenty dollars for a salad here, and you know it kind of looks like somebody just dumped a plate of lettuce from the bag. You know, sometimes there's stems. It's like really. You know, do you really think I didn't notice that that was $22? Or, you know, if I say salad, even in California, you know, there's this, like, people go immediately to that stock photo visual, like Orange is the New Black, like that institutionalized, you know, prison salad with the iceberg lettuce and the three strips of purple cabbage and the frozen cherry tomato. And I just really want to, you know, get rid of that um, that you know, the only visual that's worse than that are those old school. Remember those gelatin mold salads with those. With those yeah, yeah, yeah. You know those, those old. Yeah, yeah. What is that? You know, I mean, and you know, we're again, we're supposed to be a very healthy coastal, but there's there's some you know I want so yeah I love being able to have a book that kind of looks like a kaleidoscope that I can hand and so when people so yeah it absolutely has I think on some levels created um, more credibility and and more exposure than I ever really intended you know because I really didn't think I never I never thought it would be like a bestseller I never um, I was just an engineer trying to solve a problem you know huh. really Very and I wanted people to realize because of the you know the suffering with the weight loss for so long that it really doesn't have to be it's not that hard. You just have to know that you're not alone, and that there's easy things to to introduce in a, you know in your daily life that make that are possible. Yeah, you know.
0: So I should have said this earlier, but um, Michelle's website you can go to Michelle the Trainer. I'm going to spell that for you because Michelle is a one L Michelle, so it's M I C H E L. The, the Trainer, T-R-A-I-N-E-R, com And um, I know she mentioned she was colorful as are her books. You can check them all out on her website. And all three of Michelle's books are available on Amazon. You can go to Amazon.com slash Michelle dash the dash trainer, MichelleTheTrainer. So we've got about a minute or so left, Michelle if there is someone out there which there definitely are who wants to write a book and they haven't been able to accomplish that goal i know they probably you probably get this question that you know cocktail parties or networking events but what's like the one piece of advice you would give to somebody who really feels like they want to have a book or they want to have a series
1: I definitely think, I mean, again, the fact that you're in this business is such a great resource for people, and I would definitely recommend that they reach out and find the credible help that they need to really get it done, I mean, unless they really want this to absorb their life, if they've got nothing else to do, they can do it on their own. But if they're running a business or they've got a family and they've got a mortgage or whatever else is going on, it's invaluable to have help by somebody who's been through the process You know, if I do more, I would definitely, um, you know, seek out, uh, you know, a team, uh, rebuild my team uh, to do an ebook or you know um, another project. So I think what you're doing with the author incubator um, is just really valuable because again, people have a story, and it's it's sort of the legacy. It's a legacy that people are able to leave, and to be able to, there's so much information that was sort of filtered by the big publishing houses, that now everybody has an opportunity to
0: yeah, I, give I, I their gift.
1: And, you know, so, maybe in 10 years, so everybody will know how to lose weight, and then I'll be able to learn and write something else in the meantime. Yay. Well,
0: Michelle, the trainer, uh, author of Make a Sexy Salad, Quick Start to Losing 100 Pounds, and the success journal, A Hundred Ways to Lose 100 Pounds. Michelle, thanks so much for being our guest in, uh, on Book Journeys Radio. Thank you so much, Angela. Thank you, Dr. Angela, for all you do. And we will be back next week where we're at Book Journeys Radio, changing the world one book at a time.